Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Knows About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. It's Wednesday, April 14th, and today we're going to talk about vaccines. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Fight. Thank you so much for watching and listening. For those of you watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and hit that notification bell. We have videos come out pretty much every day. Um, I put out three a week, uh, specifically for Fight Knows About Everything, and then Never Heard of It puts out a video on Thursday and Sunday. So that means every day except for Saturday, you get in a video. And Tuesday? Yeah, no videos on Tuesday. Tuesday and Saturdays are your day off. You're welcome. Uh, but anyways, and again, for those of you listening uh, on your podcast player of choice, thank you very much. And don't forget to hit subscribe. Subscribe. Hit subscribe. That's a button. Apparently, I said subscribe. Uh, but other than that, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to uh, leave a rating and review. It's very, very helpful. Uh, and last plug, don't forget to sign up for the Night Shift Media Group mailing list. We just sent out uh, really, we send out one a week um, that just recaps the week of all the things that have happened and gone on, um, including uh, things like for this update, never heard of it, Second Edition One, Superpod Hero Cast, the Storyteller series, Left to the Dial, all of our great, great shows. Um, so definitely check that out. And last week, we actually sent on a sneak preview of one of the characters from our new animated series, Show 17 for Humans, which is uh, coming soon. Um, but today we are here to talk about science and vaccines. Now, I do want to preface, I am not a scientist or somebody who studies uh, vaccines. I think it's epidemiology. That's viral uh, things. I'm here to simply talk about uh, the most recent uh, uh, claim and from the FDA and the CDC of pulling the Johnson & Johnson um uh, vaccine. We are going to talk just about that. And we're going to talk about the statistics behind it and the statements made by Dr. Fauci. So just the other day, Johnson and Johnson and the CDC have uh, sent out a message basically saying they are uh, putting the Johnson and Johnson vaccine on hold. Now the Johnson and Johnson one is one of three vaccines that are currently available in the United States. We have the Janssen, which is Johnson and Johnson. Um, we have the Moderna and the Pfizer. Now the Johnson and Johnson one is the unique among the three because it's the only one that requires only one shot. It is a one-shot uh, vaccine. Now, this, of course, is very preferable to a lot of people. Uh, they actually uh, like the fact that this is only one shot, whereas Pfizer and Moderna requires at least a 21-day waiting period between shot one and shot two. Uh, and also, the side effects of uh, Moderna and Pfizer uh, second shot are, are said to have been more severe. Uh, high fevers, body aches, uh, basically flu-like symptoms uh, for about a day. Personally, I had the Pfizer vaccine, and after my 
my second day, uh, my second shot, it was like I had the flu, um, but it only lasted about 16 hours and then I was good. Uh, medicine helped and so did a little bit of Powerade. Um, but uh, the Johnson & Johnson one also is less effective in the end run, uh, whereas Moderna and um, Pfizer are somewhere in the 90% uh, effective against uh, COVID. Um, the Johnson & Johnson, I believe, is somewhere in the 70%, 70 to 80%, which is still really good and actually very typical for most vaccines, including things like the flu shot. So this is still nothing to scoff at. That 70 to 80% is still insanely better than 100% uh, effective, 100% uh, uh, um, able to get the virus, which is where you're at without a vaccine. Um, now, obviously, I am very pro-vaccine. I am pro-science. Um, so I, of course, encourage everybody, if you are able to and physically able to, uh, to get the vaccine so that things return to normal. Um, being uh, autoimmune compromised myself or immunocompromised myself, I do understand that there are some people that cannot receive the vaccine uh, for multiple reasons, you know, uh, and, and if that's the case, we get the vaccine so you don't have to. That's that's how this works out. Um, but uh, so uh, again, the uh, FDA and the CDC have uh, basically chose to pause giving out the Johnson & Johnson vaccine due to adverse reactions in six women. Um, and it's very important that this is six women um, because Dr. Fauci is going to bring up a few things about this. So um, now there's been a lot of controversy about this because uh, as of right now, I believe we're somewhere near almost seven to eight million Johnson & Johnson vaccines have been administered and only six people six people specifically have had uh, an adverse reaction and all six of those people had the same adverse reactions which is blood clots now these blood clots are not life-threatening um, although they are still bad they are still not life-threatening this isn't you know it isn't it isn't uh you know it isn't like they're dying you know uh, AstraZeneca was an example where a couple of people had severe reactions and some in fact ended up dying uh, but again it was it was a very small percentage so again this is six people out of almost 7 million, which means you have less than a one in uh, one in one million chance of being this person. And the fact that it seems to be only affecting women so far means that you have uh, an astronomically even larger uh, uh, way to to basically have this adverse reaction. Now, there are a few things that they're looking at. So uh, one of the things is that uh, because these women are, in, are all in a very specific age, uh, they're in a very specific age group, they're saying that it might be harmo uh, hormonal in relation to uh, things like uh, uh, childbearing age, so like ovulation or anything like that. And they also think that birth control might play a role. None of these things are verified. They're just saying that these are things they're looking into because they seem to be the common things, uh, the common thread between these six women. Um, but none of this information is released. We do not know if they are of childbearing age, if they were uh, um, uh, identifying female as birth. Um, we also don't, or assigned female at birth. We also don't know if they're taking birth control. We don't also don't know if they're taking all the same birth control. So there's still a lot of factors in play, but so far these are the, the familiar things that they're seeing. Um, so, you know, again, they're saying that this is less than one in a million. It is literally less than a one in a million chance. We know this so far. Now, could it be that others are just unreported? Possibly, but very, very, very unlikely. Um, you know, the CDC, the FDA, uh, the government in general are keeping track of these sort of things uh, very strictly because this is this is a major vaccine rollout. This is a worldwide vaccine rollout um, that everybody is keeping track of, and we want to know these sort of um, adverse reactions. And it is very important. Now. 
Uh, I'm not going to go into whether I think uh, whether I think pausing the vaccine uh, rollout is it was a good idea uh, specifically for this small uh, amount uh, of adverse reactions, because, again, I am not a scientist that deals with this sort of thing. So I don't know. Now, do I know that this is going to cause an uprising in anti-vax misinformation? Absolutely. And it already has. A lot of people are already using this to be like, see, I'm not going to be a guinea pig in some brand new vaccine. And although it's true these vaccines are new in terms of their rollout, they're not exactly new in terms of research. In fact, um, these vaccines, you know, an mRNA vaccines, the way that these work, have been around for quite some time, in fact, and these have been studied for a very long time. These just got the fast approval because they didn't go through the typical long process that they would normally go through, which would be years, you know. Uh, and in fact, Donald Trump, uh, to his credit, uh, it hurts me to say that, uh, to his credit, he pointed this out, that this was fast-tracked, and this normally takes years uh, to do this. Now, Operation Warp Speed, uh, although not as effective as as he claimed it would be and as effective as it should be, as we've seen earlier this year, uh, where we're now at almost 200 million uh, doses, well before the 100 million mark we had claimed for, um, is that you know, it could have gone a lot faster, but we did skip a lot of the long-term testing. Normally, the way this would work is you would do a small test group for an extended period of time, say six months to one year. Then you would watch them for six months to one year and be like, hey, did anything happen to you? And then after that, if nothing happened, great, you go to a larger subject, and so on and so on and so forth. Now, again, another thing to point about this Johnson & Johnson reaction is that the reaction occurred anywhere between six and 13 days after receiving the Johnson and Jackson uh, Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Anyone after that seems to have no adverse reaction. Anyone before that seems to have no adverse reaction. So again, not only is it one in a one million, one in a million chance, uh, but uh, also it is in a very tight period of time. It's within one week period of time uh, that you could potentially have seen uh, uh, any, any sort of reaction of this and a very specific reaction. So is this cause for alarm? No. Is this cause for further study? Absolutely completely warranted. And I think this this is great. I think it's great that these sort of things are coming up. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that it's these six women had to uh, in, endure this and, and go through um, blood clots. However, um, just putting it out there, you are more likely to receive blood clots from uh, birth control than you are from this. Uh, uh, so, you know, do what you wish with it. Now, uh, again, I am not a scientist. I'm not somebody who studied this. I'm merely putting out there all the information that the CDC, the FDA, and Dr. Fauci have said about this. I'm, uh, And then I have stated the things that are about my opinion. But again, should you get vaccinated? Absolutely. If you are able to, if you are medically able to, go and get vaccinated. It is the way we fight this. If you are unable to get vaccination, well, hey, I went and got vaccinated for you. So you can, you know, go back to Target again. I would appreciate that. Maybe not Target specifically. Go to your local shop, whatever it is. Uh, but anyway, so thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Um, thanks a lot for being safe. Thanks a lot for wearing your mask over this past year. Thanks a lot for washing your hands and social distancing and staying the course. 
it's not going to go away this year. Just because you have the vaccine does not mean everything's going to go back to normal. Just because 121 million people have received a vaccine um, so far does not mean that things are going to go back to normal right away. It will take some time. So please get used to wearing a mask and, you know, buy a cool anime one or something. That would be the way to do it. Um, or, you know, one of those cool light up ones that Razer uh, seems to be wanting to put out. Uh, but anyways, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Friday with our weekly update.